Well, we're back again. Man, it feels good to be back. I, we took a little break there for a while, but it's it's good to be back in the swing of things, don't you feel? Uh, you know, new year, same old me, but it's a new year, so feels good. <laughs> yeah, new year, who dis? And turns out, dis Tanner. That's what we just found out. <laughs> Still making the same bad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Some things never change. Well, welcome back to the first episode official episode of season two little claps and chat for that Ooh, snaps from a theater peeps am i allowed to give my own claps and chat oh well uh, of course of course i hit the i hit the the claps emoji <laughs> you can't see it but trust me yeah it's there well in today's episode we're gonna recap our most notable sneaker releases of december and go over what we can look forward to in january so let's get into it i'm your co-host ryan landry and I'm your co-host, Tanner Young. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So as we mentioned at the top of the episode, we're going to be rewinding through December to talk about the sneakers that made the biggest splash in our lives. And then we'll fast forward through January to talk about which sneakers are coming out this month that have got us excited. Uh, but before we get into all that, let's get up to speed from the last episode. So, Tanner, what's been going on with you? How were your holidays? Holidays were good. Uh, not as much travel this year. Uh, we kind we kind of split it up between me and Ashley's family, so it it was nice. It was nice. Not not as much travel, but still got to see everybody. Uh, and, and New Year's was was pretty quiet. Uh, which was which was real nice. I stayed home, which was pretty awesome. Uh, what what about you? Did you have a snoozer of a holiday, or were you were you bumping through time? Oh, I, sorry, <laughs> bumping through time might be my new Instagram bio. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I went out, baby boy. I went out and did things. I saw the world. So Amanda came in early in December, and we celebrated Christmas together, the two of us. And then for actual Christmas, you know, I went to Lafayette. Spent it with my family. Saw you on Christmas Day. That was a nice little treat. Always fun. And then for New Year's, I went up to Chicago to spend it with Amanda and her family. And we rung in the New Year's by watching the ball drop on TV. And I don't know. I actually haven't told you yet, but you'll get a kick out of this. I brought in the New Year's by drinking a glass. Maybe it was a plastic cup of champagne. And I think you'll know why that's especially funny. So oh. that was a... Uh, I, that was that. That was my second encounter with champagne. I, I really hate that the only alcohol you've ever had has been champagne. It's like the worst. <laughs> yeah, I did not enjoy it anymore this time around. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> uh, like, Ugh. I just, yeah. It. I mean, I guess it's really good to not build a habit of drinking where you're just you drink like one of the worst listen champagne will keep you from building that habit if i've learned anything uh, well it seems it seems like we uh, we both had a pretty pretty quiet new year yeah that was the new year you know we're getting older those things happen yeah but one of the most exciting parts of december was our christmas gift exchange that we did yes and for christmas we decided that we were going to get each other's shoes. Now, if you've listened to the episode that we did on the holiday gift guide, you're going to be like, 
you damn hypocrites. You did an episode where you specifically said, don't get other sneakerhead shoes. But Tanner came up with a genius system. Hey. I, it's so genius. You say it. You take all the credit for it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we, we kind of learned from the Christmas idea. Um, and when you're, you and your buddy are both really into shoes, you kind of already have all of the, uh, the, the yap. You know, you've got the, the shoe. Staples. Yeah, you've got yeah. the shoe rack. You've got the cleaner. You've got all this. So I decided, which all my snooker, snooker, <laughs> all my sneaker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a snooker podcast. It's like a Swedish thing we're doing now. Yeah. Uh, so for all my th- sneaker enthusiasts who want to have a really good gift exchange, I came up with uh, we list three to five shoes that we each want. Um, and we came up with a price range um, of like 150 to $200. Um, and we just said, you know, list three to five shoes that you want. So I knew the shoes that Ryan would want, but it was still a surprise. He didn't know which ones I was going to get. And then yeah. vice versa. I gave Ryan, I think, like three, maybe four shoes. Um, and that away. Ryan knew that he was going to get a pair of shoes that he wanted. Uh, but, you know, it still kept that that surprise of opening a gift and, and buying a shoe. So it kind of took the uh, the gamble that buying shoes is. Um, so that was that was the idea that I came up with. And in theory, uh, it was going to work amazing <laughs> on paper. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of issues, like an unbelievable amount of issues. <laughs> Okay, so uh, first off, for some reason, my bank, PayPal, or eBay, one of those party members were not having it. Tried to buy a shoe off of eBay. I was very excited. You know, we just did an episode about buying shoes off eBay, and I was like, this is perfect. Um, And for some reason, it would, like, take the money and then immediately refund it back to me. Like, it was someone was not communicating. And I tried this for, like, a day. Okay, that's not going to work. That's strike one. Yeah. So then I said, okay, I'm going to get Ryan this other shoe, like my number two for Ryan. So this was through StockX. So I was like, okay. So I went, used PayPal. It went through. Took the money out of my account. Everything was smooth. I was like, this is great. About a week and a half, two weeks later, get an email from StockX notifying me that I'm getting a refund. Then PayPal sends me an email saying I'm getting a refund. And then I see the money go back into my account. Um, so I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is this is not going as fun as I thought it would be. Uh, so <laughs> I was like, well, dang it. So that's whenever I texted you saying that I asked you, I said, well, do, do you want to revamp your list or it's going to be one of the other two shoes that you listed? But yeah, like you said, you went to Chicago, you know, you, you kind of had a busy late December, early January. And then basically we just kind of like settled on the, uh, I'm just going to give you money. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes cash is how it works out. But also like yeah. the thing is like, we're best friends and we have been for a while. So at this point, like that's not like a lame gift. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm still super appreciative of it. I'm going to put it towards a pair of shoes. Basically all that's going to happen is that. Instead of you buying the pair of shoes, I'm going to buy the pair of shoes. And so, exactly. So uh, shoes shoes will be bought. Yeah. It, it's kind of, honestly, this is very similar to um, 
how I ended up, I guess, quote unquote, gifting you, if you want to call it that, the um, L.A. to Chicago. Oh, yeah. Once. So it's almost in the same in the same vein. But yeah, it was a lot of fun, even though I had a ton of trouble. Loved it. (laughs) On the flip side, I had a way easier time getting your gift. I got you the Air Max have a Nike days that I think they came out uh, earlier in 2019. I bought them on Goat. They showed up and I gave them to you. So that was pretty straightforward. So a little, you know, a little Christmas gift for me to you. And I think yours to me is still a little TBD to the podcast. So once we get those in, we'll we'll update everyone. We'll let you know. But there you go. I'm not going to tell you all what the gift is before I even have the gift. Come on. Yeah, it, it's tough. We, we it's a surprise for both of us at this point. It's anyone's guess, really. <laughs> and with that being said, let's start talking about some dang sneakers. Let's talk about what happened in December. Before we get to the releases that came out, I'll just say that for me, December was like January appears to be a slow month. So December for me was all about hibernating. I got to load up now because mm. I might be sleeping through the next month. I like that. So I accidentally got three pairs of shoes in December, which is a little high for me. Whoops, a daisy. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. So uh, uh. actually, Amanda got me a pair of Asics, just a really nice, simple brown and yellow pair. Mm. I didn't have too many, and I've been wanting to add more to my collection. And then for those of you that caught the episode that we did on eBay, here's why that's important. Here's why you should turn on the notifications for us literally everywhere and listen to the episodes because eBay kept sending me coupon codes to buy sneakers and I fell for it every damn time. But I got some shoes that I've been wanting for a while at a good price. I got a pair of the 2016 Atmos Safari Air Max ones, Mm. not the animal print all over, but just sort of the Safari print with the yellow suede. Real pretty, real nice. Owner definitely had a dog. I can smell it. So Ooh. we're working on that. Well, it is, but they're you pretty. know, Safari. Yeah. You know, it's kind of just a part of the brand. <laughs> what do you... Th- That's right. I didn't think about it. Maybe, maybe they don't have a dog. Maybe it's just a really good collaboration. I, I'm like, so wow. I, what do you think a Safari smells like, Ryan? <laughs> what do you think the Safari smells like? You, it ain't fresh linen. You know linen. ridiculous? I'm a big enough sucker for collabs that I'll buy into that story and go, <laughs> oh, wow, this is such a good collab. They got it to smell like animals. <laughs> so I got those, and then I got a shoe that I've been wanting for a long time. I'll consider this one a grail, and I don't throw around that word lightly. I know you don't either, mm. but... The Reebok and Leaders Reverse Jam. We'll talk more about this in a later episode where we do grails and maybe I'll post a picture of it to our Instagram or something. But it's a shoe that came out way back in 2008, so way before I got into sneakers. But I found out about it and I was like, I need a pair of these. And finally got my hands on a pair. Had to pay what we paid for them, but it's all good. There you go. So, but yeah, we'll talk about it more in a later episode and I'll talk more about why this sneaker is so important to me. But yeah, so... Three pairs in December, not counting the pair that I've got coming from you as a Christmas gift. So I decided I can't do much else in December. But we'll still talk about Tight month. what came out yeah. that we didn't necessarily get our hands on. There you go. Not bad. Not bad. And on that note, there were a ton of Yeezy releases in December. Some new and some restocks. I'll get you just kind of the quick list. Oh, boy. I'm going to butcher these names. So hang in there with me, everyone. Glad it's you. There was the... <laughs> I'll take this segment for the team. You got the next one. <laughs> oh. There was the Yeezreal 350, which was a new colorway. The Yehale 350, uh-huh. a new colorway. Uh, restock of the Zebra 350. 
Slate 500 High, new silhouette. Alien 380, kind of a restock, but it's a it's a new silhouette. And the Azael 700 V3, a new silhouette. Cool. So I know we don't usually cover Yeezy, but I I added this one. I think we're worth, we're talking about it because, I mean, Tanner, what do you make of like just the sheer multitude of colorways and new silhouettes we got just in one month? It kind of feels like a stock uh, dump. You know, uh, they kind of were looking around the the Yeezy warehouse and saying like, okay, well, what do we have a lot of? <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Maybe it could be them ending the year with how they want to start the year off. Um, I know that we've talked about Yeezy a lot of, we need more silhouettes and less colorways. And we got to see kind of a mixed bag. You know, we saw... Uh, just a new yeah. colorway of an existing silhouette or a re-release of colorway and silhouette we've already seen and some brand new silhouettes. So I like the variety with this. I mean, it was a big Yeezy dump in the month of December, but I liked it because of how mixed it was. Um, so maybe we won't see every month like the month of December, um, but maybe hopefully we get, you know, this is kind of like a little uh, Raven Baxter you know, future glimpse as to 2020. <laughs> That's a sick reference for all of you that are either too young or too old to get that. I'm really sorry for you, but that's a sick reference. There you go. I don't know. That's what I feel. What do you, what do you think? I think it is good foreshadowing into 2020. We've already seen some new colorways for the three eighties and the 700 V threes. So, you know, that's what we've been complaining about for the longest time. And the reason we've avoided it is like, my gosh, just give us some new silhouettes. Ugh. We don't just need more colorways of the same silhouettes, especially if you're just doing different shades of white, which, spoiler alert, if you saw our Instagram story that we did earlier this week, there's like another white 350, another shade of white 350 that's coming out soon. Just, I'm rolling my eyes at it. But I'm excited to see if 2020 brings more colorways of the 500 high, the 380, and the 700 V3 though none of those silhouettes particularly jump out to me and I want to get my hands on, I'm just happy that they're doing new silhouettes. Agreed. Uh, that being said, I saw the 700 V3s in person at politics. I think that's a pretty okay shoe. I did try to get my hands on it through the raffle. So maybe down the road with the right colorway, I might try to get it. I know they don't have boost inside of it, but I like that it's really different looking. I'm ready for it. Do you think that when Adidas started making Yeezy 350s, they ordered just way too much white fabric <laughs> from the warehouse. And so they make a shoe with the fabric they have on hand and they make a run of it. And then in three months, the white fabric has aged and yellowed and browned a little bit more. And they're oh. like, well, perfect. That's a new colorway. That's a new shoe. That's a whole so they're new just thing. burning through fabric they've had for two or three years now. That's my so. theory on it. Like one of the warehouse managers is just like a chain smoker. So it starts to yellow. <laughs> One of them's like a real exactly. clumsy coffee addict, so it kind of you know gets a little you know weird stain to it. Got, hey, I mean, I'm all for conspiracy theories, so I'll, I'm go, I'll follow that. They're all silver lining over there. They're making lemonade out of the lemons, and they're going, "Oh man, I stained all the fabric," and they go, "Boom, no problem, new colorway. We can work with that. Just you know, <laughs> ship it. It's good." Kanye just walks by and he's just like, "Love it, genius." <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough easy talk for me. <laughs> I think it's also worth mentioning that we got a handful of Nike SB releases, including maybe a a retro question mark of a classic Nike SB, 
In December, we got the Oski, Oski, I don't know how you say it, the Corduroy Blazers and the Shark Dunks. And then the retro that we got was the tie-dye ray guns. Mm. How do you feel about Nike kind of starting to playfully retro older SBs? Not identical retros, but new takes on them. I like it uh, because it it allows the newer generations to have a chance to, to get it um, without having to pay a, a, a high dollar. Um, but I can also see the other side of it where you could get dangerously close to kind of where Yeezy is, where they become less special um, when there's more of it. So, yeah. So I think if if Nike is careful with which dunks they start retro retroing and how frequently they do it, and maybe if they go along the path of well, they're still rare. You know, we're not making big big batches, but we're gonna kind of bring them back and and give them a a revamp. I think it's going to be great. Um, and as a, as a dunk lover, you know, I I'm through the moon with it. Uh, so very excited, very excited. Yeah. So I think that's kind of, I share a lot of the same sentiments as you. I like, you know, somewhat, I think any sneakerhead, whether they want to admit it or not, likes the exclusivity of some sneakers of being able to have something that not everyone does has. I mean, I, I think that's just kind of part of this whole thing. For sure. But I like that they're retroing older silhouettes, but not exactly how they originally came out. They're doing a new take on them. So it's refreshing and it's new, but it gives people a chance that maybe weren't into this whole thing at the time of the originals, a chance to own a shoe that they've grown to love without having to pay the resale price, either of new or used. I'm excited about this new era that's coming. And I think we can call it a hot take. I'm not accusing you of this, but I think a lot of the time when people get defensive about them retroing SBs, it gets to be a little bit of gatekeeping of like, Oh, well you weren't there. You don't know the original story of the first one. You didn't wait in line for sure. You know, I don't think they should do this again. I think that just gets to be a little bit of gatekeeping. And it's like, you know, just they retro Jordans all the time you know yeah. so i don't see how this is i think it's too much different from that i think the jordan one is is we're used to it we've it's been done so many times right. and the, and and they keep doing it so it's easy to say okay to something that we've just been used to but i i agree with you you know i mean i wasn't alive in 1985 when you know you know all <laughs> these crazy Jordan ones were coming out. So it's not my fault. I wasn't born, you know, till six years later. And <laughs> if you, if you want to be mad at anyone, be mad at my parents. Stop yeah. being mad at me. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have any say in that. Yeah. So that's why I like, I like retros. I just think that, um, th they should understand which ones are special because of the story that they have. Um, and, and just right. treat it as that, you know, bring them back and let people get another shot at them but still keep it rare, you know, still keep that story. You know, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's on the sneaker company themselves to make sure that that story stays because that's honestly what's important. That's what makes the shoe so valuable is it's not the material right. that it's made out of. And it's not the colors that are on it. It's the story that's, that is tied to that shoe um, or the moment that that shoe represents uh, that is so special to, you know, everyone who is looking at it.
And if they do that, then I honestly don't see any issues with retroing. That was well put. I feel like I just listened to like a TED talk and <laughs> I just want to stand up and applause and <laughs> see which video YouTube is going to suggest next. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's a really good uh, segue, though, into January. Getting a little bit better at him here. Getting a little bit more natural every uh, time. Good. Coming out in January, we've got some new, quote unquote, new Nike SB Dunks. They're doing a Safari Dunk that actually looks like that uh, 2016 Atmos Safari Air Max 1s that I've got. And they're doing infrared dunks that look like Air Max 90 infrared. So this is... Kind of the same, but not where it's not a retro of an older Nike SB. It's a Nike SB in a colorway of a popular different Nike silhouette. For me, this type of release is way less arguable to whoever than them retroing SBs in different colorways. I'm all for this. I think this is cool to introduce a dunk in a popular colorway of a different sneaker because you kind of carry that storytelling over. You're not retroing the same old sneaker that maybe has come out before. Yeah, I agree. It is a great way to keep kind of like an infamous colorway um, and an infamous silhouette and just kind of like flip-flop it. So that being said, uh, I don't know that I'm going to try to pick either of these up. Honestly, if I had not just got the... Safari Air Max ones, the Safari Dunks, I probably would. The yeah. infrared Dunks don't do too much for me. Oh. What about you? Either of these, something maybe? You're wrong. Let me just start off with that. I am. <laughs> <laughs> First off, let me start my counter argument with saying, you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay, please go ahead. I'd love to know why. Uh, On the infrared Dunks, I really love them. Um, They really remind me of the the, the Pigeon Dunks, the, the first colorway, the gray one. I always love the infrared kind of like colorway, especially when it comes to when they did it on the Air Max. To me, the Safari Dunks are you didn't get the Safari Air Maxes, or you don't, and like you don't want to pay the price for them. This is kind of like it might be more available. Um, I like the Safari Air Maxes better, especially like the 2016 Atmoses that you picked up. Um, but I like the. It's weird. The The tightness of the Air Max looks good with the Safari print. And I, for some reason, my brain just isn't clicking it with it on the dunks. But the infrared dunks look uh, amazing. I think that color is going to kill. And I'm excited to, to enter that raffle at Ruckus. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. I think both of these are going to fly off the shelves. And yeah, definitely. If I didn't have Safari Air Maxes, I would try to get the Safari dunks. That's a really good looking shoe. Makes sense. Infrared dunks. I'm saying meh right now. But catch me when we do this episode in a month and I'll let you know <laughs> how hard I tried to get them and how much I cried about not getting them. <laughs> it's always that shoot, shoot, grab, man. It happens to us all. It's real. It's a real thing out there. So next coming up in January, we've got the black satin Jordan ones really been pushing some satin ones. 2019, we saw the the black toe um, one. So that was that was beautiful. Um, so now they're, they're giving us kind of an all black with uh, some hints of red. I say hints. I mean, the laces are red, but I'd imagine they come with with some black laces. Not a fan. You know, not a fan. Not <laughs> not going to try uh, to cop these, but I'm not a big fan of like solid color shoes. 
And anytime I see an all black shoe, it's just so hard for me to not think of like a high school shoe. So not going to try to cop these. Also, I really think that like it is so hard to capture the beauty of a satin shoe. Um, so the photos oh, honestly yeah. never do them justice. Um, I saw, I thought the same thing when I saw the uh, shattered backboard satin ones. Um, and then you see them in person and you're just like, holy cow, that's a beautiful shoe. Um, so I think in person, yeah. I'm, I'm going to love to look at these and, and just see them because uh, I know they're going to be beautiful. But I just I can't really get behind like an all black or an all white shoe. So for me, I'm going to sl- I'm, I'm going to hit the snooze button oh, sleeping on these. <laughs> hey, you won't be sleeping in satin sheets, though, because you won't have these. And that's that's some comfy sleep right there. Dang, scratchy. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've got two things to say about these. First one being, I think it's cool that they're doing a satin Jordan one in a men's shoe size run. Normally, it's just a women's All thing, women. and you know. Yeah, us boys, we, something soft for us too. You know, we like soft to the touch. Don't yeah. don't box us in. Don't give us hard materials all the time. Come on, we'll just enjoy a little bit of softness. Uh, and then secondly, I haven't heard too much hype around these, so I don't know how easy or how hard they will be to get. And while this isn't something I want to add to my collection, I think if you don't have a Jordan 1, this is a really good one. This is a really good starting point. So if you don't have one, I'd consider this one, but not for me. Agreed. Uh, Well, just in case you didn't get enough fill of an all-black shoe, uh, (laughs) Jordan Brand is coming up with another, quote, black cat um, colorway. We've seen this black cat um on multiple shoes um i think the 13 was kind of like the the most popular one uh but they're doing the black cat colorway in the jordan 4 um so just in case you didn't get enough fours in 2019 they're starting 2020 off giving you an all black jordan 4 um this uh i was kind of hoping they would find a way to put like the uh emerald the 13, I think I liked it so much because it was all black, but uh, in where kind of like that high ankle area is, was the they replaced the Jumpman kind of like rosin area with like a Jaguar eye. Um, and it was this like beautiful emerald green. I thought it was, I thought it was amazing. Um, and they yeah. don't, they don't really do with this one. And it's just like, here's just a, no, here's just an all black four. I mean, you know, the material that they that they use on it, it honestly, it looks very similar to what the, uh, the cool gray fours are going to be. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just a, just an all black Jordan four. Um, so I assume these are going to sit. I'm not going to try to get them. Um, just because I have the bread fours. Um, and I like that kind of like color pop that the bread fours give me, but, if you didn't get the bread force and you don't feel like buying them on StockX and you're like, I want a all a really good looking all black, I would say get the black cat Jordan four rather than the satin one. Um, and I like fours better than one. So uh, I guess that's my <laughs> hot a take. A little bit of bias there. My hot take. I like fours more than ones. Okay. That's fair. I think, I think that's okay to say. Yeah. You know, it's a Jordan four. It's a mm-hmm. great silhouette. Black. Beautiful. It's a good color. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I mean, I assu- I assume it's a it says Nike Air on the back, doesn't it? Well, Ryan, don't just have you scrolled down yet? Oh, le- no. Let me let me go ahead. Let me let me scroll down the page. Scroll down oh, a little side profile shot. That's the 
That's the back of the shoe. Skip. Nope. This is going to be a no from me. It says, uh, there's a jump man on the back of it there. That won't do for me. Yeah. Uh, jokes aside, <laughs> jokes aside, uh, I was kind of excited about this shoe. I think a black Jordan four is like a good one to have. I had bread fours and I found that I didn't wear them because I wore my black cement threes too much. And I like this because this is not as close to a black cement three. This is all black, but, uh, maybe you can say the hype is getting to my head, but I can't look at this shoe and not associate it with the meme of the all black air force one and (laughs) everything that's associated with that. So I look at this and I'm like, I can't have a, a triple black, a murdered out Jordan four. Yeah. Um, you're not again, a part of that life. Let's circle back in February. I'll let you know if I stick to that, what I've just said. I don't know. I go back and forth on them a little bit. I think it is good, but if I'm being honest with myself, I I don't know that I need this shoe. I have enough other black shoes that I don't know that this is going to make me want to replace something else in my closet. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's, it's tough, but, uh, I think kind of kind of what you said, will it make you replace what you have in your closet? Honestly, makes me think of the next shoe that we want to talk about coming out in January. The Air Max 90, the Tokyo Olympics. I think the reason that it makes me think that is because if I end up getting the infrared dunks, I'm not going to want to get the Air Max 90s because of how similar the colorways are. That being said, this is a really, really good looking shoe. With the 2020 Olympics being in uh, Tokyo, Japan this year, uh, you know, Nike is going ahead, giving a nice little, nice little homage uh, to the to the beginning of it. Uh, I think this is a really good looking uh, shoe. Honestly, it reminds me very much of the infrared with the white, the black. Obviously, it's more of like the varsity red rather than the infrared, but it's nice. I love the the kind of like gold reflective check that it has um, and like the little hints of gold on it. I think just look beautiful. Um, the colors look very similar to the Japanese flag, which I uh, imagine was on purpose. I will say not a fan of the uh, the tongue, though. Not a fan of the 2020. Oh, yeah. Konnichi, what the hell are they doing on that tongue replacing the <laughs> Nike Air branding for a 2020? <laughs> You didn't see that one coming, did you? <laughs> I, I in my, like as soon as you said it, my brain immediately went like, "That's why Ryan wasn't really." He was very short with his responses. <laughs> I know Ryan. I think I think we've said this on an episode before. Is that when I get quiet, all I'm doing is waiting for you to stop talking so I can shoehorn a joke in there. Yeah. And that. the sad thing is, is that if I think of the joke and you're still talking for another three minutes. I'm still going to interject the joke, even if it doesn't pertain to what you're talking about at that moment. But oh, I have to get it out. Yeah. Oh, that was good. I did not see that coming. That being said, I think this is a a, a beautiful shoe. Um, if I can't get the infrared dunks, I will try for these Air Max 90s. I don't know. What do you think the market's going to do with the Tokyo Olympics? I think these are going to sit. I just, okay. I, me personally, I don't have too much interest in these. Uh, I know we kind of put them on here. I know you're a big Air Max 90 fan. Yeah. I like the, I like the silhouette. I feel like they haven't done too many colorways that appeal to me. And this one's not too much different. Just this combination of colors doesn't do much for me. The 
the story of the Tokyo Olympics doesn't really resonate with me. So these can go under the radar for me. I think these will be sitting at champs and you can go pick them up whenever you want. Same. So unless you've got nothing else to say about that, we'll move on to the last shoe on our list. Hear me about it. And this is a big one. This is a big one, everybody. We got the Beyonce Ivy Park Samba. So I think it was late. (laughs) I think it was late last year that we kind of started to see leaks and murmurs of Beyonce officially working with Adidas in some capacity. And now we're finally seeing the silhouette that is coming of that. And the first colorway is called Ivy Park or maybe Ivy Park is the name of the silhouette. I'm kind of having trouble telling it doesn't seem to be a whole ton of details on it, at least at the time of recording, but we wanted to put it on here because this is just an important moment, I think, in sneaker history. You know, Beyonce doing a shoe. I don't think we have to tell anyone who Beyonce is. No. Or, you know, her impact on just about everything she touches. So exactly. I'm excited for these to come out. I'm pretty sure this is a obviously a women's release, so I don't think they'll have it in my sizes. And even if they do, it's not something that I particularly want to wear, but I like that it's a very creative take on a Samba and it's not just a different colorway of a Stan Smith or something like that. Exactly. Uh, Which should be a no brainer that Beyonce is going to put a lot of creative effort into a shoe. Uh, I absolutely love this shoe. I want this shoe. If I can't get this shoe, I'm buying this shoe for Ashley. I don't care if she wears it. (laughs) This shoe will be in my home. Um, It is is a Yonsei household. Oh, it's beautiful. I love that the laces there's laces that the laces are in like the laces are the the eyelets for the shoe laces to go th- it's what you sound <laughs> you sound like you're doing the exhibit beam the exhibit <laughs> meme that was popular in high school like yo dog i heard you like laces so, so we, we put your laces in laces it, yeah it, it's awesome i love how high the tongue comes compared to the rest of the shoe my only thing that I'm not a big fan of is how thick the sole looks. But again, the photo I'm looking yeah. at is like a super zoomed in shoe. So I honestly can't compare the sole to like really what it actually is. Um, and I honestly mm-hmm. don't mind this like beware there's a hunter in the woods orange um, line. That's <laughs> <laughs> what a specific name for that color. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh stripe or like strip that goes all around uh the shoe but uh i i love it i i want this shoe like i said regardless if i can get it in my size or if i'm buying it for my wife it doesn't matter i'm getting this shoe there it is so yeah i think it's a solid shoe it's a great colorway uh not one that i want to pick up right away but i am excited just to see what beyonce and adidas future looks like and what else we're gonna get from the two of them working together i think it's gonna be exciting Again, Yonsei touches something, turns it into gold. So it's going to be out of the out of the park. Just like Midas. That was his thing, you know? Oh, dang. Giving you a little uh, mythology lesson here, I think. Yeah. All right. There it is. There's where that that's where that bit ends. It's done now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, thanks for tuning in to another episode of State of the Shunion. Please make sure to let us know what you thought about this episode. You know, were there any sneakers that you felt like we left off the list? Make sure to let us know. Leave us a comment. Shoot us a message, whatever. Just get in touch with us, okay? We're not that hard to find. Very easy. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and leave us a review. It actually really helps us grow. And if you're not already, 
Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at State of the Shunion. Turn on those notifications for when we go live. And check us out online at shoepodcast.com. Tanner, you got anything else you want to say to the people? Just uh, just that I love you. You heard it here. So I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. And I'm your co-host, Tanner Young. <laughs>